Chapter 8 It's a Gift Besides the word believe, the other word that caught my attention 35 years ago was gave. I had always thought that we had to earn our way to heaven by being good and religious. I had thought that we had to make our way through religious works to reach God. But when I read John 3.16, it said, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Instead of me trying to reach up to God, God was reaching down to me by giving me His Son. In my mind, I pictured religion to be depicted by a man striving to climb up to heaven, while I pictured God's plan of salvation to be depicted by God giving His Son. Religion teaches us that we need to reach God by our good works. Salvation teaches us that God sent His Son for us. Religion and salvation are not only different, but they are opposite. God did not give us another religion with its set of commandments, rules, and religious rituals, but He gave us the gift of His Son. It is said that many Christians think that God has given them another religion that is merely superior to other religions. I am an opportunist by nature. I cannot refuse a good offer, especially when it is from someone who is great. So how could I refuse an offer of everlasting life from God? On that special day 35 years ago, I opened my heart and received this amazing offer of everlasting life from God. I had known John 3.16 for almost 35 years, but it was mere knowledge that was stuck in my head. In my head, it was knowledge that was useful for religious knowledge examinations and for showing off. However, when I opened my heart that day and believingly said to God, God, I'm a sinner. Thank you for your gift of your son, Jesus Christ, who went on the cross to take all my sins. I receive him as my savior. My life changed from that day. The life changes have lasted till now. Ever since that day, I have peace in my heart, peace that my sins are all settled on the cross. I have joy that I am a child of God and that my Father watches over me. I have assurance that I have everlasting life. These have not only lasted for the past 35 years, but have grown since then. There are many religions to follow, but there is only one Savior to receive. Are you following a religion, or have you received a Savior? Have you believingly said to God, Thank you, God, for your Son. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for all my sins. I receive you as my Savior. Chapter 9 If a King Became an Ant At that time 35 years ago, I did not fully understand how Jesus paid for all my sins on the cross. I simply believed it by faith. 
John 3.16 promises that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So though I didn't fully understand the miracle of the cross, it did not matter. Since then, I've had a better understanding of the perfect Savior and His perfect work on the cross. This has not made me more saved, but it has made me love and adore God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit more. We all celebrate Christmas and Easter, but most of us go through these yearly celebrations with little understanding of God's perfect plan of salvation. At Christmas 2000 years ago, God the Father sent God the Son into the womb of Mary. The little baby Jesus that was born was 100% God and 100% man. No one can fully understand how the little child could be both 100% God and 100% man. According to mathematics principles, the correct answer should be 50% of each. But this is divine mathematics. This birth is a miracle, a great miracle of God. It is also a great sacrifice of God the Son. God the Son is coexistent with God the Father. He was with God the Father from the very beginning. God the Son is co-equal with God the Father. He is totally equal with God the Father. God the Son lived in heaven surrounded by holiness and perfection but willingly came into the womb of the Virgin Mary to be born as the infant Jesus, a little helpless baby. The limitless God the Son who created the universe willingly became God-man living in a human body. If a king chose to help his subjects by becoming an ant, it would be a great sacrifice. But who can fully understand what it means for God the Son to be God-man? I hope that the next time we celebrate Christmas Day, we will not just celebrate a traditional religious event, but that we will stand in awe at the love and sacrifice of God the Son who willingly became God-man. Jesus willingly became a man for you. Are you willing to be an ant for God? Can you imagine yourself as an ant crawling around for the rest of your life?